This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. This podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll There was a chassid of the Hedege Baal Shem Tov who came to his Rebbe and he said, Rebbe, I want the merit of seeing Eliyahu Navi, Elijah the prophet, at the Seder on the night of Pesach. So the Rebbe closed his eyes and he thought for a minute and he said, okay, you will merit to see Eliyahu Navi at the Seder. However, it won't be here in Mejibuz. He gave him some money. He said, I want you to buy all the food you need for the Seder, buy candles, buy clothes for a whole family, buy everything that you would possibly need for the Seder and for the days of Chag. And you're going to travel several hours from here to the end of this village. And he mentions the name of the village. He says, go all the way to the end of town and you'll see there's a broken down house. Go there and spend the Seders there. And I promise you, you will see Eliyahu Navi. And so this Chassid does what the Baal Shem Tov told him. He goes and buys everything for the Seder, including candles and clothes for a whole family, packs up the wagon, and travels several hours away. And he reaches this rundown house at the end of the village, just like the Baal Shem Tov said, and he knocks on the door, and a woman answers, and next to her a bunch of little children, dirty and dressed in ragged clothes. And the chassid says, my dear lady, I was sent here by my Rebbe to be with you for the seders. Would it be okay if I spend the seders here with you? And she said, yes, of course. The only problem is that we don't have any money and we don't really even have any food for the seder. And then he points to the wagon that he brought. It's filled with matzot and bottles of wine and everything that you could possibly need for the seder. And not just that, candles for the house and clothes for all the children. And the children ran to the wagon and started pulling things off. And they say to their mother, Mama, is this for us? And the mother looks at the chassid and the chassid is nodding his head saying, Yeah, yeah, it's for the kids. It's for all of you. And she says, Yes, children, it's for you. And miraculously, each child found the exact clothes that fit them. And the mother began preparing the meal for the Seder. And later on, the father came home and he seized all this wonderful stuff that the chassid had brought. And he said, What are you doing here? What, what is all this? The chassid said, my Rebbe sent me here. He said, I should come here for the seders. The father was very happy, and they had the two seders. And the whole time, the chassid is sitting on the edge of his seat, waiting to see Eliyahu Navi. But both seders pass, and nobody else entered the house besides the family and the chassid. Not even a stray cat or a dog or anything. The seders were over, and now it was Cholomoed, the intermediary days of the holiday of Passover. And the chassid jumped on his horse and wagon and raced back to the Baal Shem Tov. He said, Rebbe, I did everything you said. Put all the food, clothes, candles, matzot, wine, everything. I brought it to the sweet family. We had a beautiful seder. And I'm telling you, Rebbe, I was looking and I didn't see Eliyahu Navi. So the Baal Shem Tov closes his eyes and he thinks for a minute and he says, Hmm, are you sure that you didn't see Eliyahu Navi? Because I guarantee you he was there. The chassid said, Rebbe, believe me. I had my eyes open the whole time, and no one else was there besides me and the family. I didn't see Eliyahu Navi. So the Rebbe said, okay, here's what you're going to do. Here's some more money, and you're going to buy enough food for the last two days of Yom Tov. 
Get some more candles as well, and maybe a little bit more clothes for the kids, and the father and the mother. And so the chassid goes and he buys everything, wine, food, clothes, candles. And he comes back to the Baal Shem Tov and he says, Rebbe, take a look at the wagon. Do I have everything? And the Baal Shem Tov says, yes. Now, before you go back, I want you to go into the mikveh and prepare yourself to see Eliyahu Navi. So the chassid goes to the mikveh. He gets back on the wagon and he heads back for the last two days of Yom Tov. And he's so excited because the Baal Shem Tov promised him that he would see Eliyahu Navi. And he even told him that the first time he was there, Eliyahu Navi was there. But for some reason, the chassid didn't see him. But now he would. And so the ride, which was actually many hours, felt like it only took a few minutes. And he arrives at the house, the broken down house of this poor family that had nothing. And he goes to the door and he's about to knock on the door to say that he's there to spend the last two days of Yom Tov with the family. And he hears the children and they're crying out to their mother. And they say, Mama, Mama, what are we going to eat? We don't have any food left from the Seder or the days of Cholomoed. What are we going to eat in the last two days of Pesach? And the mother says to the children, Children, have faith. Just like when Eliyahu Navi showed up here to bring us the food for the Seder, I guarantee you Eliyahu Navi will be back to bring us the food for the last two days of Yom Tov. And at that moment, the Chassid understood that for that family, at that time, he was there Eliyahu Navi. And sometimes you're Eliyahu Navi, and sometimes I'm Eliyahu Navi. And we're Eliyahu Navi for one another. And when you find yourself down and out, and you think that you can't go on, I want to bless you, and you bless me back, please, that Hashem will send you Eliyahu Navi to keep you going one more day. One more short story. Everybody has probably heard of the great Hasid, Reb Menachem Mendel Futterfas, was also known as Reb Mendel. The crazy thing with Reb Mendel was that he was imprisoned by the Soviet authorities for 14 years in Siberia, in the Gulag, for keeping Judaism alive in the Soviet Union. And very few people survived the Gulag, and for sure, they didn't survive 14 years of it. And when Reb Mendel came out of the Soviet Union, he was made the Mashpia Ruchani, the spiritual mentor for the yeshiva in Kfar Chabad, here in the Holy Land. And one of the stories that Reb Mendel shared is that when he was first imprisoned, he felt like he couldn't make it without the Rebbe. And so he decided he needed a Yechidis, a private meeting with the Rebbe. But of course, the Rebbe was in 770 in Brooklyn, in New York, in America, and Reb Mendel was imprisoned in the Gulag, in Siberia, in the Soviet Union. So there was no way for Reb Mendel to actually have a Yechidis with the Rebbe. A few days before Reb Mendel's birthday, since it was the tradition that Hasidim would enter the Rebbe's office on their birthdays, he began preparing himself. And when the day arrived, he imagined himself standing outside the Rebbe's room, being invited into the Rebbe's room, standing in front of the Rebbe, asking several difficult questions, and then leaving the Rebbe's room. And he treated it as if he was actually by the Rebbe at that time. And afterwards, he felt much better. And many years later, when he was released and reunited with his family, amongst the items that his wife had waiting for him was a letter that she had received from the Rebbe many years before. And now the Rebbe had written several letters, and they were all addressed to her. 
But this one was addressed to Rav Mendel, even though he was in Siberia at the time. So Rav Mendel, he opened the letter. And at first, he didn't understand until he noticed that the date on the letter was the same day as his birthday, six years before. The same day that he had imagined his private meeting, his Yechidus, with the Rebbe. And when he read the letter from the Rebbe, he saw that it contained all of the answers to the questions that he had asked the Rebbe in his imaginary meeting in the Gulag, in the same exact order that he had asked the Rebbe. And Reb Mendel, he always felt that the Rebbe was with him in the Gulag. But when he saw this letter, he knew it wasn't just his imagination. The Rebbe was really there with him. I I want to wish everyone a beautiful, happy, and kosher Pesach. May we dance with Mashiach here in the holy city of Jerusalem. And I hope your seders are so uplifting and happy that it will carry you through the whole year until the next seder. L'chaim, my sweetest friends. Chag Sameach v'kasher.